This is the Moxie Musings podcast, helping you tap into the world of self-work, health and the mind. I'm Fleur and I'll be sharing with you how you can deepen your relationship with yourself. Bringing you weekly episodes, babes, let's step into your new level. Hello my honeys and welcome back to another episode of the Moxie Musings podcast. I am here live as always from Burles and today I'm bringing you a little podcast. I'm going on a hike today which I'm very excited about. It's supposed to be 30 degrees today in Burles and my friend and I are going on a nice little hike and then finishing off swimming in a lake. I mean how delicious do we want to get? But I would thought that I would just give a nice little podcast before I go because I was having a conversation yesterday in my clubhouse my weekly clubhouse slot which I do for fitness professionals and yesterday we were talking all things imposter syndrome I thought hmm this is going to be great for a podcast as well for you guys because we are all very familiar with imposter syndrome and it's something I'm sure that we have all felt at some stage in regards to something within our lives or we will do again or for the first time in our careers And statistics say that over 70% of us have feelings of imposter syndrome at some stage and it's much more likely for women, but I'm probably going to say that that's actually way higher. But let's break it down first because what actually is it? Well, actual definition is that it's a psychological pattern that we get ourselves going into when we doubt our accomplishments and the fear of being quote unquote found out for not being good enough a fraud and simply not suitable for the environment that we find ourselves in. However, despite recognition of competence, acceptance, achievements and accomplishments in the area, it just still doesn't go away. And a place that I would really like to start is ignoring the term imposter syndrome. I'm scrapping it, babes, because other than it feels like another thing that we have to potentially overcome and deal with. The term syndrome just sounds very permanent and when we talk about it, when we describe it, it's just not a very positive element to ourselves. But reality is, it's insecurity. Insecurity of not being enough in the space where we want to feel enough. The thing is about being in this space and mindset is that this is where the stories and the narratives of this isn't possible for me start to manifest and create self-doubt and disbelief. And you know, those big dreams or visions that we have for ourselves, it starts to feel further and further away or just not possible. And if it is gonna happen, we're not gonna be able to recognize that it's anything other than oh, I'm just lucky where I am, rather than actually the hard work and determination that has got you there. I've talked about the little gremlins that we take in the car with us, the little passengers in the back, and that's what's happening here. We're just adding insecurity into the back. But one question I will ask you, though, is what is wrong with being an imposter? Imposter syndrome, but let's say insecurity, usually comes in when we experience success or things are changing, we're going into new realms, and the brain doesn't have any evidence to support this environment for you yet. 
yeah, maybe you're still working within the same area or the same discipline, but perhaps you've had a promotion, you're going to be taking on new tasks, it comes with new responsibilities, or you're just starting a new job completely, maybe you're having complete career change. It's a new environment. So technically you are an imposter. But why do we have to say this as being a bad thing? I mean, let's look at the world of social media. Insecurity often creeps in quite a bit on social media, especially when we start comparing ourselves to others. We see friends, strangers, celebrities, and they appear to maybe have more experience or maybe more certifications or services, a larger following, or maybe they're living the life quote unquote that you would like to live like don't remember don't don't remember don't forget this is front of house that you're seeing but maybe they're traveling or working abroad or going on holidays where you want to be going on holidays but we start to doubt our own abilities and when we're feeling in that vulnerable point we'll just compare anything won't we and it's important to remember And I know you know this, but it is really important to remember that everyone's journey, career and lifestyle is completely unique to them. And we each bring something valuable to the table. Not to mention that we're all at different stages of our life. We've all experienced different things, been around different people. So where we're comparing, it's not actually a straight, it can't be a straight comparison because we've all had different experiences different upbringings, different cultures, different family and friends. And that just continues on and on from generation to generation. So everything is going to be unique to us. The trouble is insecurity can hinder our professional growth and success and also personal. We may hesitate to take on new opportunities, put ourselves forward for new things or even just share our expertise due to that self-doubt and fear of being exposed as the fraud. But it's essential to remember that you have, not only do you have the knowledge and the skills and the passion to make a positive impact, but you can bring something different to the table that somebody else couldn't bring in whatever capacity we're talking. And I know that imposter syndrome it can also be fueled by that fear of failure or making mistakes and I know that resonates heavily for me because I feel like for me professionally I would always hear stories of other business owners and entrepreneurs talking about their mistakes and failures but they would come across in a way that is supposed to make the audience feel better as to say we're all on the same journey and I've gone through this as well and I've overcome it which is fantastic but when I was sitting in the audience I was freaking out thinking a big like they would people would always share the big stories they've overcome right so I would be thinking of the big thing that was going to happen to me of you know people talk about um massive financial crisis or something really big happening with a an ex-employer or an employee or something happening with their house or their business you know really big things that were happening and so I would be basically in threat thinking when is something big going to happen when is my big mistake or failure going to happen but 
actually upon reflection and after really doing some work on this that pressure to just be perfect and not have anything obviously creates way more anxiety and hinders it certainly hindered my willingness to take risk or embrace any new challenges within my business particularly because I was just panicking that something the more success I had the greater the fall but actually I was making little mistakes and I don't like using the term failure again that seems very final um I like the idea the the quote that you see floating around that saying that failure is only failure when you don't stand back up again and I really agree with that actually but having little mistakes they were happening all the all the time I was just building them as to be this big monster that was going to absolutely ruin my life and career temporarily but actually it's happening all the time they're just little little oops no that didn't work so well that's not worked out the way I wanted it to okay that's not really landed the way I wanted it to with clients or in the business how could I improve obviously I'm talking in a professional sense but obviously this could show up whenever and it is an essential part I think to just recognize that those learnings again the word mistakes has a really scary negative fit like response to ourselves right because especially as we're learning from if we think from toddlers it's we're learning straight away what gets rewarded and what's get what gets reprimanded what behaviors goes down well what behavior doesn't go down well and the term mistakes i think has quite a uh, well obviously it has quite a negative connotation but it can seem quite scary so I'm saying learnings and it's essential to to recognize that learnings are the natural part of the learning process obviously with their learnings and it doesn't define our worth or competence at all and whether that's talking in a professional sense or a personal sense we're gonna come across these lessons and it's not about again with all other feelings that I have spoken about or will be talking about it's not about trying to combat this it's just seeing it but not giving it any weight because you are absolutely not alone in this journey start by exploring and reframing your definition of success again it tends to be focused on fear of failure what if this doesn't work out what what if this goes really wrong but what if this goes really well? And what is your definition of that success? Because the same way that I've been exploring with people their definition of confidence, the definition of success is very different for every single person. Maybe it's got weight on financial success. Maybe it's got weight of a feeling or an emotion or what that looks like in their personal life you know everyone's definition of success is very very different and it's time to explore that what's your relationship to it what's your current relationship to it what's your definition of it and start celebrating your achievements and absolutely i'm wagging my finger at you right now do not downplay your abilities or attribute your accomplishments solely to external factors it's time to start acknowledging your growth and the positive changes you're making in your life or what that could even look like 
and just really starting to embody and embrace your true potential. Having feelings of this insecurity and not being enough is a very common experience, but it absolutely does not define who we are. But by recognizing its presence and reframing our mindset, seeking support, having a community around us that is serving us, we can start to reshape this into being a perfect catalyst for personal growth and professional growth. But let's start to unpack it a little bit. Ask yourself these questions of what is the feeling of imposter? What environment is this showing up in? Start to get curious. It's my favorite term is getting curious with yourself. Ask yourself why? What's this feeling about? And question, what evidence is your brain picking out here to make you feel like this in this situation? Is it fear that you're feeling? Is it self-doubt? Is it anxiety? Or is it the feeling of maybe not being welcome in the space you're in? Start to note it down. Just really, it's all very well we're saying, oh, I'm, I've just got really bad feelings of imposter syndrome. But what does that mean? What beliefs are you choosing to believe about yourself and the situation? Because remember, we're choosing to believe these beliefs about ourselves. Where are you feeling this in your body? When you're feeling in this, when you really know that imposter syndrome is showing up, where are you feeling it in your body? Of course, where attention goes, energy flows. So if you feel this is taking over, we want to just unpack it a little bit because we want it in, if it's going to come with us, we want it in the back of the car as a passenger. We don't want it to control us. And if we ignore it and push it down and just, I mean, we're naming it, so it's there. But if we're not actually doing anything about it and giving it the stage for a second to just say, okay, come to the stage, what's going on? Let's break it down. Why are you here? What am I believing about myself in this situation? It can just make it a little bit smaller, a little bit smaller and get to the position where we can accept it and we're shoving it in the passenger seat. We don't want it to completely control us. And if we ignore it, it's just gonna get bigger and bigger and it just becomes this big entity of the imposter syndrome. When actually, we could just break it down a little bit and just do a bit of work on it and realize the insecurity, where it's coming from and how we can, like I say, dance with it. It's all about the dance. These feelings will come in the same way that we're dancing with fear and insecurity and self-doubt, babes, we're also dancing with joy and confidence and courage and drive, all the other beautiful things. Where we're dancing with the positive, empowering, enriching emotions, we also have to do the dance with the other side because where there's one, there's another. And it's about when the other comes in, it's not controlling us, they're joining the dance with us. So if you're feeling a fraud or that those imposter syndrome feelings are taking over, you'll end up staying smaller than you want in fear of being seen in any capacity and in realms of professional sense or even personal actually, that's less impact that you could have. And it's not about being 
a guru or an expert in your specific professional realm that and and like having those feelings that unless you have that status you're not deserving to show up in the space that you're in we're continuously evolving you want to show up with passion and enthusiasm we all, like i said we all have different experiences we have different lifestyles we have different values and needs both personally and professional so the journey has to be personal to you because it is you can just work on being the best you can in the moment to those around you you will learn on the way and it's about showing up the best you can not only for yourself and your environment we sometimes say we're wanting to be the expert or we want to know xyz but that has to be earned but also what even is that we put the work in to become the expert but is that actually what you want to be or do you just want to be known for having integrity and connection and support to those around you for example being known for having a really strong work ethic putting everything in why is it that we always try and go for this expert status because we're taught and it's look when we look around it's the pressure of having to be this expert status to have this expert status to be validated or to be listened to but like i said focus on the enthusiasm focus on the passion and just focus on doing the best that you can in that job role we're not going to know absolutely everything ever and also also just thinking about it it's a bit of a catch-22 because we want to know as much as we can so we don't have these feelings of imposter syndrome right but then when we're surrounded i mean whether it's at school or work the person that does have a lot of knowledge how many times have we said oh no one likes to know it all <laughs> so it's like we're striving to come to something that we don't actually want to be anyway chances are when actually we just want to feel safe in that space and that's where we want to just be the best that we can for ourselves and that environment. And one thing that doesn't get spoken about enough, which I am going to explore so much further, not only in this podcast, but in other content avenues, is patience and resilience. We are not taught patience, not with ourselves in our own journey. How can we be patient? How do we practice patience? Same way. How can we approach and build resilience? I think these are two really valuable tools that we should have in our backpack or toolkit, whatever. <laughs> but especially when in the midst of imposter syndrome, but all the time in any part of our lives, personally and professionally, think about this with our health and fitness journey or think about this when you're working on some new goal or new mission or new business we're working working on it working on it working on it and it takes time and we know it's going to take time but are we truly understanding and holding on to patience because i can guarantee i know this is something that i am absolutely in the thick of always but also thinking about this with clients particularly within the health and fitness with their health and fitness journeys I've been working on this for so long now. Why is nothing happening? Why is it not happening? Because when you're working on this every single day, one week feels like one month. One month feels like one year. 
And so actually, with the greatest will in the world, we know deep down that it's going to take a long time. But are we showing that patience? Chances are probably not. And when things feel really challenging, when we have a difficult conversation, when things don't go the way that we want them to go, how can we practice and build resilience? We're not taught that. We have to learn along the way. And I think patience and resilience is something that is not spoken about enough. And I'm going to be talking about it, honeys, because I think it's so important. So that's all from me for now today. I swear these episodes end up getting longer and longer. Where I find these topics that I'm so buzzed about talking about, they end up getting longer. They've started as nice little 15-minute snippets and they're now sneaking up. So thank you so much for still being here. I absolutely adore talking with you and talking about these topics. And I, as always, love hearing what you think of them, what comes up for you and how things resonate or don't resonate. Talk to me, babes, because I love connecting with you all thank you so much i hope you have a beautiful beautiful day beautiful weekend and honeys i will see you next week see you later